What's up, my people? Welcome back. It's the Kellen Roll Podcast. We're feeling good. It's Saturday. Spend a day in Los Cerritos, copping the new iPhone 10. I'll let you know what I think in a minute. Great day. But to start it off, I got to give a major, major shout out to Jaden Smith for really just dropping an album that is straight fire. If you've not heard this album, go to iTunes, Tidal, Spotify, whatever, however you listen to music, stream it, download it, buy it, whatever. You know, I'm 35 years old, so I've known, you know, Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, been huge fans, watched their movies my whole life, and then really kind of watched Jaden grow up uh, from being, you know, a young kid to a fashion icon to, you know, the person he is today, which is much more than a musician or a fashion icon. He's a real renaissance man. And yeah, the album is just amazing. You know, the delivery, the intensity, the honesty, the beats, the whole production is incredible. So I'm really excited. I just uh, listened to it for the first time, I think yesterday or the day before, and I've just been pretty much putting it on loop. And, you know, so I had a chance a few years ago to meet Jaden Smith. So being in the fashion industry, um, he was working with a gentleman who who introduced him to myself and my business partner. Uh, Jaden was just learning about the industry. So we set up a meeting. Uh, we met Jaden. He came to our office. And I, 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 no lie, he was the most humble, gracious, one of the most humble and gracious person, people I've ever met. Um, walked in with curiosity, uh, and and he was so knowledgeable already about the industry. You could tell that he had no thought of just sliding in as a celebrity to kind of figure out, oh, I'm I'm a celebrity, so I'm going to do it. And he was really like a student. He knew things that I didn't know. And you know, the meeting was brief; it was only like thirty minutes, but when I met him, I mean, he was just such a cool, just a cool dude. And again, just so humble and curious. And you could tell that he really was taking it seriously to even consider to get into the fashion industry. So after that day, you know, I became, you know, personally, you know, really just, I love the guy. Uh, Amazing. And I think he's done so much in fashion with just all the marketing campaigns and things that he does with the luxury brands. And, you know, when I look at people that are really impacting culture, you know, you had Pharrell, who is really the the godfather, I think, of crossover, musician, fashion, mogul, businessman. I mean, Pharrell is really just doing it on so many levels. And... You know, I think Kanye gets lumped into that as well. And Kanye has definitely done so much in his career. Uh, Very controversial, but, 
a true artist and in 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 true artistry you're not going to please everybody and then when i look at kind of the 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 guy who is right in line to really change to make change it's really jaden smith so congratulations to jaden on an incredible album if you haven't heard it i would definitely go and look at it right now download it it's incredible really excited for him and it's just a listening pleasure so go enjoy that the album's name is i think it's siri or siri s-y-r-e amazing well done my friend well done okay so i have a confession to make i though i know it really doesn't matter. I really do like to have the newest iPhone. And I will drive to Cerritos, which is 45 minutes away, to go get the new iPhone. So I went down there today because they had one iPhone 10 in stock, space gray 256 gig. Had to go through a bunch of just the Verizon account versus the Apple account and which upgrade are you going to do? And do you do the Apple care? And because I feel like this phone is a little fragile, I went ahead and, and got the Apple care and I put the screen protector on there. And my first impression it's legit. You know, the functionality is cool. I think, you know, within a couple hours, the swiping up and the no home button it seems to be coming to me very intuitively and i love that about apple and i love that about the steve jobs philosophy i think in his book or in the movie there's a moment where they're talking about a computer coming with directions versus not coming with directions and i'm paraphrasing here so it's not going to be exact but the Steve Jobs mentality was if it needs directions, then it's poorly designed. And I love that. For technology, you should be able to get it, pick it up, and figure it out. And if you see any kids in strollers that are, whoop, that's my old iPhone making that noise. I'm currently selling my old iWatch on offer up right now. So if you need an iWatch, I got one. Well, actually, it'll be sold by the time I get done and record this and edit it. But I love that about the Apple mindset is make a product that you could just pick up and figure out how to use. That's key. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating to me than having to go find a user manual to, fix some, to figure something out. But I did have to go online to figure out how to do a screenshot um, because there's no home button. So if you haven't figured out how to do a screenshot yet, it's volume up and the lock button. You squeeze that in, boom. I was actually screenshotting Jaden Smith's album on my Sono so that I could put it on my Instagram and write fire. I'm actually listening to the album right now while I'm recording this. I just have one of the little earbuds in my ear. I feel way more comfortable recording with music playing. It makes me relax. You know, this whole, you know, podcasting, talking into a microphone and trying to really communicate and express myself, it's all new to me and I'm nervous sometimes. Like the last podcast I recorded, 
I re-listened to it and I knew it before I even published it. I knew it wasn't that great. It was just like, I felt it was forced. But doing something and trying to find a comfort level to express yourself and realize that you just have to do it. You just have to, I have to just speak. Let my thoughts kind of pour out and just be okay with what happens, the good, bad, or the indifferent. It's really cathartic. And like recording today, I can just feel different. Like my hands are moving. Like I'm kind of bobbing back and forth while I'm in my kitchen. Like I can just feel it. And I'm not really concerned if I say like or um or if my lips smack or something like that. Like it's just got to be real, authentic, like just fun, you know, because I want to have fun. I imagine you want to have fun. And if I could like tell some stories in the meantime, I love it. So it's good. I feel like just so much better to be recording this right now because I was really worried at the last one. Like I recorded and I edited and I recorded and I edited and it just didn't feel right. And I was just forcing it. And, you know, I, I don't trying to do anything creative, anything in life really, it's never good when it's forced. And that's my takeaway from my last episode. If you listen to it, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. If you're listening to this and you listen to the last one, thank you so much for believing in the fact that I could get it together. But the key takeaway for me is like, if it's not right, don't post that shit. If it's not dope, if it doesn't feel right, I'm not going to post it. So that's like the journey update of the podcast. And it feels good, though. Like, I'm excited. I got a coffee in my hand. I went to Blue Bottle before this, so I'm feeling, you know, I got that little that little coffee buzz. It's a good day today. I'm excited to be back on the mic, to sharing with you and talking with you and, you know, really just, you know, as my boys Jalen and Jacoby would say, putting that shit on wax. Sometimes you just got to yell into the mic, you know? I got a little sparkling water right now. I got my coffee. Got two fucking phones over here. I'm selling one, though. I'm telling you. I'm motivated to sell all the shit in my house that is not valuable to me anymore, but has value to someone else. That's the other thing. For, you know, if you're a high consumer like myself, which I'm trying to not consume that much stuff, like I'm trying not to to shop so much, but if you're like me, you probably buy the new thing and, you know, the new version comes out and you feel compelled to get it. Well, I'm going to start doing myself the favor of immediately selling the other stuff that I have so that I let that just boom, you know, help someone else out. I don't know if I'm helping them, but hey, they're getting something they want for a deal and I'm getting a little bit of bread back. Doesn't that sound good? I'm trying to get the bread back. If we can all get a little bread back, we're good. And then if you get the bread, you can make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which low key is one of my favorite things to eat, even though I don't really eat them that much. But if, when I'm on the Virgin America flight, I always get a PB&J because it's the shit. And because it's the holidays, I'll share with you one of the, my favorite things that my mother and my father used to make for me when I was a kid. My family was really into hot chocolate like Swiss Miss. I'm talking the blue package. We didn't really fuck with the marshmallow joints, but marshmallows are cool too. But there was always hot chocolate going at the house. So there was coffee and there was hot chocolate. So you get the hot chocolate 
and then you would get white bread. You would toast the white bread. So you have hot chocolate. Then you have the white bread. Then you have the toasted white bread. And then you have not butter, but margarine, the imperial joint. You remember the imperial? Just vibe with me on this little visual journey for a second. It was like the gold box with like the blue writing. And it had the imperial like crown, I guess. So you got this, the, the hot chocolate, the toasted bread. You put the butter on it. So it's got that little glisten. It kind of pops. You dip the bread into the hot chocolate. And then you have to get your mouth though real close to the hot chocolate. And then boom. You bring the bread to the mouth and you enjoy. So you have the bread, you have the sweet and the savory and the saltiness of the bread and the butter. Woo, that shit is bomb. I want that right now. There's a legit chance that when I get done recording this, I'm going to go to the store and accumulate all of those things so that I can make it. But during the holidays, it's definitely like a warm and cozy. You kind of make it in the morning. It's really fun. I love it. Oh, so on the way back from Cerritos, I stopped to get gas and I'm getting gas. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this and what you would have done in this situation. So I'm getting gas. I got my fucking headphones on. I'm like listening to a podcast, a Freakonomics podcast about nurses. And then boom, all of a sudden this woman kind of creeps up on me and she's just like she looks a little disheveled she's got her like pajamas on and she just starts hitting me with a very rehearsed story she's like oh my god I, I work at this drape company something happened with my family member I ran out of the house I forgot my wallet I need help with gas so I'm startled so I kind of like I, I step back I get my head on a swivel because I don't know what's happening, right? Is this a diversion? Am I, am I going to get robbed? Or is this just a, a, a person, a human, who's down on their luck? I don't know. So I, I kind of step back and I'm like, whoa, you know, you just, there's no hello, no excuse me. You're just coming at me with, you know, basically asking for, for help, some money for some gas. And, you know, I sit there and I evaluate. I look around. I make sure that I'm not in danger. Uh, so now I'm, I'm good. I'm not in danger, but this woman needs some help. But her story is very rehearsed. It feels kind of like a scam. So I sit there and I think to myself, what are the odds this is a scam? What are the odds that this person actually needs my help? And what is the, the cost to me? And what's the cost and what's the potential positive to her? So I think about it for a second and I decide, you know what? I don't know if you're telling the truth and it's not really me to try to find out or question you. But if you are telling the truth, I do have the means to help you. I'm fortunate and I'm grateful that I do. So I go inside the gas station and I put 10 bucks in on the pump. She fills her gas up. She says, thanks. I drive away. I don't know. I'll never know whether that was a scam or whether she really needed help. It kind of felt like a scam, but if it wasn't and I needed help, I'd want someone to help me. So I decided to help her. So, you know, I don't know. I might have got scammed out of 10 bucks. 
or I helped someone that needed help. I'll never know, but I prefer to kind of always give someone the benefit of the doubt. I'm grateful. I, I'm, I'm grateful. I know that I've been fortunate in my life. If I can help somebody, I'm going to help them. That doesn't mean handing out money to everyone on the streets. I couldn't do that. I would be broke if I did that. But just that mindset to try to help. So I don't know what would you have done in that situation. Give him the money, tell him to scram, just get in your car, act like you don't hear. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that happened. It kind of like didn't put me into a mood, but it just is like, just reminds you, you know, you're, you know, it's fucking crazy, right? Like I'm coming back. Like I drove 45 minutes to get a new phone. I don't need a new phone at all. My phone that I have works. And, you know, there's someone, whether they're hustling or not, whether they're telling the truth or not, that like that's, they, they have to resort to that. This is fucking sad. It's fucking sad, straight up. Like, we have all these material things, and we get so consumed with consuming over and over and over again. It's just pressed on us, like, consume, consume. Ooh, you know, and then you, you know, you're falling into that trap. I'm falling into that trap. I mean, I don't need an iPhone 10, though I'm happy I have one, and I like it. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, talk out of both sides of my mouth, but I'm having, like, a real honest moment right now where, Someone is in need. They're trying to hustle for cash, and you're buying a new phone. So maybe the new phone made me feel like, well, shit, if I give her 10 bucks, I don't have to feel guilty about my new phone. I don't know. But I think, you know, just being aware of, you know, the fortunes that you have and the opportunities and the people around you that, you know, you love and that love you is, yeah, it's important, you know. I think it's called a gratitude practice and, you know, I for sure as hell am grateful. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my career. I'm grateful for all the things that have gone well in my life. I'm equally as grateful for all the shit that did not work out or the things that were tough and the struggles and the hardships. My hardships are no different than yours. They're no harder. They're no easier. We all have hardships and it's not on any of us to judge who had it worse, but the, the bad shit, I mean, that motivates me to get up and, you know, get it in to get that fucking work done. Cause at the end of the day, shit, nothing is promised, you know, fuck a couple bad decisions. And you know, you're not driving to Cerritos getting a new iPhone. You're on your ass. Now I'm going to do everything in my power to work as hard as I can and be fortunate and be aware of, you know, the good things that I've been afforded in my life. And I'm thankful for that. So thank you uh, to anyone who is a part of my life, to everyone, my friends and my family. Thank you. I love you. I'm really nothing without you, even though I am kind of a loner and I do like to sit at my house and just be by myself sometimes. I could eat sushi on my, at my, sushi on my couch and be fine. So I have that lonerism in me, but you know what I'm saying. But anyways, we'll do two more little things real quick. We got to touch on the Lakers. It won't be a show if we don't touch on the Lakers. Okay, Kyle Kuzma, you're a fucking baller. Lonzo Ball, you're doing some stuff really well. Passing, rebounding, your shot 
it's struggling. I really believe in you, though, because if you look back to, to Brandon Ingram's first year, he looked like shit, too. He was getting open shots, but none of them were going in. The only difference is, is your shot is so fucking ugly that it's going to cause more people to harp on it. I think you'll be fine. I, I am curious, though, you know, why you didn't run up in that little scuffle in the Phoenix Suns game. I did hear a quote, though, that you said, you know, no one's really trying to fight and you weren't trying to get a text. So I see that. I mean, I'm not tripping on it, but Kyle Kuzma, though, you're a fucking baller. Like, that's the steal of the draft. I don't really, I said it before, but I don't know. We're like 12 or 13 games into the season now, and like, this kid is 100% official. Like, 100%. And that little hook shot in the lane? Come on. Fucking get out of here with that shit. Baller. Let's go. Lakers, we ain't winning shit for another year or two, at least, at least two years, but we're going to get back on top. Okay, you remember that shit. The Lakers are coming. We're coming in fucking 36 months. <laughs> We're on that fucking ground shipment. We're not coming overnight express. That's for damn sure. All right, and then before I came on, I got a new coffee from Blue Bottle. The shit is really good. I mean, it's from Myanmar. It's a Shan State, and it's a Shushinte. <laughs> I mean, I fucked up that whole description, but it's bomb. It's, uh, you know, I'm always going towards the the single origins that are fruitier and have more of a juicy and a jammy flavor. So whenever I'm reading the different coffee flavors at the different coffee shop, that's what I'm looking for. This one has been great. I'll put a link to it in the pod, but yeah, it's fire. So yeah, that's going to wrap up this week's show. This felt way better than any of the shit I've put out thus far. Thanks for listening. I love doing this, even having the opportunity to do it. Whether 10 people listen, 1,000 people listen, or one person listens, this shit is turning into straight-up therapy. Just get to talk about what's going on in my mind. Yeah, it feels good. Thanks for listening. Hit me up. Kellen Rowland for all my social channels. It's super easy. Twitter, Instagram, get at me. Love to hear what's popping. Yeah, that's it. So we up out of here. It's the motherfucking Young Reese. Young, 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 young. Motherfucking pod boy. When you get right up in the mic and you just whisper on that shit. Like Luther motherfucking Vandross. Keep motherfucking sweat.